Yep. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm I'm not much good beyond ten, Ray. Okay, radio, radio, one, two, you see. I have to turn it up to that level to get myself. Mm. Okay, one, I'll just try one more thing. Hold on. How are you there? Just Can I hear you? How there? are you, Ray? You can't. No, gone, gone, okay. I just want to say, you see, you're coming in. If I could turn you down, I'd be, be great. So I wonder what oh, you're coming, you're coming through the, the system here. Oh, I could do this. Hold on, hold on. Okay, mm. try this. Go on. How are you, Ray? Well, Mario. <clears throat> How are you, Ray? Three, One, four, two, three, four, five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, yes, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes, I can do it. So he, he, yes, that's great. So, um, yeah. One, two, I have it now. Can we use all this, Ray? <laughs> you like it? <laughs> <laughs> and so, after a bit of back and forth, uh, some twiddling of knobs, etc., and flicking of faders. Myself and Ray Darcy finally got to have our chat here on the Mario Rosenstock podcast. And you're very welcome along, by the way. Um, but that little bit of technical checking um, you heard there is, I suppose, a mark of the man on the podcast today, Ray Darcy. Ray is a perfectionist. He's incredibly thorough, true professional. And these traits, along with obviously being a great communicator and conversationalists are all central to him becoming one of Ireland's best known and most successful broadcasters. One of the things that I suppose I noticed from Ray over the years though and that you don't get to see um, because you just hear the finished product is how much involved he is behind the scenes in whatever radio or television program he's involved in. Um, you know, So he has a real mind for all the concepts um, that go on. And as you'll probably hear me saying in, in the interview, um, I believe um, many of the years he did in Today FM were some of the finest light entertainment um, done on Irish radio in a long, 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 long time. Um, now, Ray Darcy doesn't do many interviews at all, so it was actually great to get him. He said, apparently, uh, Patrick said anyway, he said yes at the minute we asked him, which I regard as a real compliment, and thank you very much for that. So this is a very rare outing you're about to hear. Uh, and as he says himself, he gets very self-conscious um, when he's in the spotlight. Ray is very self-aware. Um, he's very reflective. Um, he's self-analytical and self-critical. Um, uh, but despite this, Ray opened up to me during this interview and we ended up chatting about loads of stuff. I am a, a warrior, but that has served me well in a way um, because although it's a pain in the arse for the people you work with, uh, you constantly, be they real or imagined, <laughs> see the things that can go wrong. Uh, and you, you try and make sure that you do everything in your power to make sure they don't go wrong. I never called him a bollocks. No, I didn't. Never, I, I never called Enda Kenny a bollocks, ever. But Either privately or publicly. I am a lot more tolerant about things than I was, and that comes with age. And it comes with, uh, in my case, having a family and changing your priorities. Tom is going through this phase at the moment and he is the funniest person I know uh, and it's just a joy to be in his company and to see the world through his eyes for a day would be genius. It was, a, it was one of those big life decisions that was a very tough one to make. One day you'd th say, yes, I'm going to do it. The next day you go, no, no, that'd be a really stupid thing to do. And the, the, the big regret was that I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. All that coming up in just a few minutes' time here on the Mario Rosenstock podcast, which is supported by our good friends at Curry's PC World. Um, and not only do Curry's PC World support this podcast every week, but they also support those of us who, at times, get into a little bit of trouble in the kitchen. Uh, I regard myself as one of those. 
but which frustratingly often seems to happen at the most unsuitable times. Oh, for God's sake, this thing is useless. Michael D., what are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing, woman? I'm cooking. Cooking for who? What? For who? For the king of Togo. The dignitaries. They're arriving this evening, the reception. But you've never even cooked so much as an egg in your life. Well, as indoor dining doesn't look as if it's going to happen for the next 50 years. I thought I'd learn. This blender is falling apart. That's not a blender. That's a coffee machine. What's this yoke? That's a food processor. You can't... It's about a hundred years old, woman. Oh, 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 it's on fire. The Rogan Josh. It's on fire. The cooker. Oh, the cooker's knackered. Sabina. Sabine, do something. Hello? Sabine. Is that Curry's PC World? Yes. I see you have a range of excellent kitchen appliances on sale at the moment. Sabine! Yes. It's Oris Anuctron, Phoenix Park. May I give my compliments to the chef? Uh, yes, I am the chef, Your Highness. Oh, really? Yes, I prepared everything myself with my own hand. Yes. The Rogan Josh is absolutely incredible. Well, Michael D. has always been good with curries, haven't you, Michael D.? Really? Uh, yes, yes indeed I have. <laughs> curries PC World. Kitchen appliances fit for a king. So, if you, like Michael D, need a bit of emergency help when you're trying to impress some important company, you know where to go. Curry's PC World. They have branches all over the place. Uh, So, what's been happening this week? Well, you'd be forgiven for thinking that apart from COVID-related news, the only other show in town is the English football team in the Euros. Loads of debate about supporting them, not supporting them, is football coming home, and so on, to infinity. But things really did get interesting during their semi-final game with Denmark, when that penalty slash non-penalty was awarded, leading them to win the game. All my podcast colleagues all over the internet have been talking about it, including Blind Boy Boat Club. England. Raheem Sterling. Do you know what, lads? I love marsupials. Kangaroos. Tasmanian devils. Koalas. Any animal that lives in a pouch must have great mental health. But my favourite marsupial, do you know what it is? A possum. Do you know what possums are great at? Pretending to be dead. Any predator on the scene, like a duck-billed platypus or an iguana around the archipelago. And the possum just falls to the ground, pretending to be dead. Like Raheem Sterling in a penalty box. It's coming on. There's actually a technical term for what the possum does. I'll tell you what it is, but first, I'd love a cup of coffee. I'd fancy a big cup of coffee. Would you like to buy me a cup of coffee? Just, that's it, reach down for the credit card. Down further. There it is. Now flip it over for the CVV. And soon it'll be possum time, lads. Blind Boy Boat Club there. He's so relaxing to listen to. I could listen to him all day. And also, David McWilliams has been talking about it this week as well. Okay, John, ready to record? Yeah, ready to go. Just make it a bit more man of the people, David. Oh, really? Am am I coming across a bit too? Yeah, you're a bit soft. Floppy? Yeah, kind of soft. Just harden it up. Okay. Harden it up just a bit. bit. Man of the people. Harden it up. Okay. Ready to record. Let's go. Let's go. This podcast is powered by Acast. 
<laughs> How are you, John? Me old Sagosha. How are you, David? How are Me you? Me old flower. What's the crackerola? Well, there's a few emails to start with, David, anyway. Ah, a few emails off the yeah. computer, John. <laughs> yeah, Nigel wants to know, what do you think about the fall of Sterling? Well, um, I'll tell yeah. you, Nigel. I'd have been <laughs> doing out of them, so I would have. No, sorry, David. Let him bleed and sterling. The fucking pox da- bottle. David. I'd batter da- him into the ground. Da- David. Nigel, I'd fucking da- David, David, he's talking about sterling, the currency. Oh, oh sorry, John. Uh, well, we can do it again. Yeah, we can do it again, okay? We'll just record again, but just harden it up this time. Right, John, I'll fucking harden it up for you. No, we're not actually recording, David. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, thanks. David McWilliams from the David McWilliams podcast um, as heard on the Mario Rosenstock podcast. And of course, here, um, just to remind you that you get a brand new sketch or sketches and exclusive comedy every week right here on the Mario Rosenstock podcast. Please subscribe and follow. You rate us, please, and review us if you like. I love to read your reviews. I read them all. And give us a little review. We're currently on 4.9, so give us a 5 and we might get up to 4.95. But review us, um, subscribe us, follow us for free. And, and if you like what you're hearing, um, thank you. It really does make a big difference to me and to us. Um, what you also get every week is an opportunity to eavesdrop on a conversation with someone who I, and hopefully you, find very interesting, entertaining, intelligent, compelling, etc. All those words. Just like Ray Darcy, my special guest on this episode, which you're about to hear right now, is. But as you'd expect from a man who spends many hours every day interviewing others, um, he needed a bit of time to adjust to being on the other side of the mic. Enjoy. How are you, Mario? I'm very well. Am I on the Ray Darcy podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really well, Ray. I'm really well. You can continue. I'll let you go there for a moment. Go on. Your first question was, how I am I? You, no, no, I'm really no, no, well. I'm, I'm good. Okay, yeah. yeah. What's next? You sound like you're in good form. Yeah. How about it's you? not always a given. It's not always a given with you. Oh, that's, that's interesting you say that. It really, is it? Go on. Tell me about that. Well, you're one of the, you, you wear your, your, your emotions on your sleeve a good bit. Do you, you know, you could tell within five minutes what sort of form you're in. Ah, I get what you're saying. You, you could pick up yeah, my body yes. language and you'd kind of know. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, in other words, it yeah. would be difficult for me to disguise. I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know you that well, Mario, but that's... Uh, so, what that's you're saying I mean. is I'm a shit actor. So, inadvertently, you've, <laughs> inadvertently you've, you've, you've taken me down on my entire career saying, basically, everything you've done in your life, you're shite. Uh, but uh, no, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I guess um, it's similar with you. Uh, it was, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they, yeah. Jenny would say that. Okay, yeah. That that it's very obvious how I feel about things. Mm. I, I don't have a poker face. Mm. Yeah, which is probably a good way to be because people know where they stand. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, I, 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 I'll get on to this in another another time. But listen, thanks to thanks a million for doing it. For starters, I know you don't do many interviews. I've sort of um, myself and Patrick had a chat about it, and we thought you'd be very interesting to be interviewed. And and that's not that's not you having to prove yourself to be interesting. It's just you being yourself is actually very interesting. And apart from <laughs> you being yourself, you being who you are is also interesting in itself, which is two distinct things. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, if you know yeah. what I mean. So, so thanks for doing the interview. <laughs> well, yeah. huh? well, 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 my pleasure. And you're right, I don't do a lot um, because I feel very self-conscious uh, doing things. Um, and I usually end up saying something really stupid that I regret 
that's and uh, so life has taught me just to steer clear because then you won't regret things. Great. Well, you're on you're on exactly the right podcast now then, Ray, because <laughs> right. uh, you're going to hopefully like you're going to walk straight in for it. And I've got direct dial into the Irish Mirror, the Sun, Ken right. Sweeney and the Star and Goss.ie as well. So they're all waiting uh, on the line to see what you'll say. But, but sorry, what do you mean? What was the last thing you said you'd, you'd regret it or what would that would that be? Uh, I, I, I can't remember. And it's probably just small things. Um, probably just things that, you know, you just just probably uh, divulge more than you should have. About yourself or, or about like about what you're thinking? About myself or, or, yeah, or about the family or something like that, you know. So um, you, you, you've got me in, on a, I'm very cautious now. <laughs> mm. no, no, not, not that I mm. won't answer your questions honestly and to the best of my ability. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just, I suppose just over the years, the but, great thing about a podcast is that you, you hopefully, uh, you say it and that's it. You can't be misquoted. Yeah, that's right. Cause you say it. Is that right? It's going to be great, isn't it? Yes, because yeah, because you say it. That's it. Oh, you're grand. Um, yeah. So people remember hear you were saying before it, you... and they hear what comes after it. Exactly. Do you remember you were saying though a minute ago that like you're 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 going to be careful? But do you remember you sort of remember you sort of famously went through that period a few years ago where you said, "I couldn't give a shit anymore. I don't give a bollocks. I'm just going to say it the way it is." And then look, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You turned about fifty. Right, you changed okay. the way you looked. You yeah. were working on Today FM, and you just started going. Andy Kenny is a bollocks, and I couldn't give a shit. And. Uh, <laughs> It was around that time. I never called him a bollocks. No, I you didn't. Never, I, I never called Enda Kenny a bollocks ever, but either privately or publicly. Ah, not at all. No, but it was a meta- it was a paraphrasing. You really, it was when yeah. you were so saying. Remember that time? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll come to that later. We'll come to that later. Um, so Ray, right. okay. but but why you don't have to be careful? I mean, I wouldn't feel I have to be careful. I, I mean, I admit now I wouldn't be. I'd be careful about what I said about Blonnet or the kids, and that's because Blonnet tells me to be careful about what I say about the kids. But I wouldn't really be that really careful outside of that, would you? I mean, would you be conscious of, mm. would you be conscious of going, I am employed by RTE, therefore I have to be careful of what I said. More careful than what I said on, let's say, Today FM. Would you, would you think that, that, that applies? Well, I've said that in loads of places already, that that, that is the case. That is the case, that, that RTE um, is scrutinised a lot more than Today FM or News Talk is. Um, and that's just the reality of it, because people uh, pay their license fee. People feel that they own a bit of RTE. Mm. Um, so people listen to it in a different way. Um, and mm. that's the reality of the country we live in. Uh, so w- when when you are saying something on RTE, um, it, it is different than saying it on Today FM. That's, that's the way it is. So to follow on from that then, Ray, I mean, would you say that that maybe in any way curtails you? Because I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm too far wrong when I say that, like you, a bit like me, you are an opinionated person. Um, you have strong mm. opinions on things. I mean, you've already indicated there you wear your heart in your sleeve and you don't have a great poker face and neither of us probably would be that good at poker. And you indicated that in a sense I wouldn't be good at acting. And of course, that's ruined my life. But anyway, um, so uh, so so does that. that does that draw your horns in a bit then, Ray, kind of maybe having to having to having to be careful about what you say then in that instance? Well, I suppose you have to do things differently. Mm. Um you know, because you, you, and then you you learn a different way of doing things. Um, you can't do it as you did, and how you got used to doing it for years. Um, so, yeah, you 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 you're more conscious of what you're saying. That's that's it. Um, mm. And in a way, that's probably a good thing. 
Mm. You know, because it makes you think well, through things um, in more detail. Uh, and you don't fly off the yeah. handle as easily. Uh, and you take a beat um, before you give your opinion, which I think is always mm, a good exactly. thing now. The case is that you're not allowed to give your opinion as a presenter mm. on RTE. That's the, the BAI stipulate that. Mm. You know, that's that's the way it is. You can give your opinion on whether you want mayonnaise on your sandwich or not, but you can't mm. give your opinion on, uh, you know, uh, social issues or political issues or whatever. But what you can do, as we did today, um, was you can you can hold people to account. So we had uh, Mary Butler TD, the minister for with responsibility for mental health and older people, and we spent forty minutes with her, quizzing her about uh, her job, uh, what's going to happen, what is happening, uh, why are so many people um, not happy with the state of the mental health services in Ireland, uh, and you can that's that's a way of doing things rather than just going the mental health services are shite. Uh, you can take somebody and you can ask them questions. Um, and that's that's a different way of doing things. And it's probably more mm. effective. But are you allowed to give your opinion here? Are you allowed to give your opinion to me, though? It depends on what it is. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? But this is why this is one of the reasons I want to talk to you about. Because Yes, yeah, I can give you my opinion the, the, on, on, on the mental health services. I can give you an opinion on that, that definitely, because I gave it today. Um, mm. Yeah, so I, I can do that very easily. And, and I, if you ask me a question on something and I have an opinion, I will give it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do have opinions because so I've far, heard them, far away. them before. I do, I, no, I do. I do. Okay, I do. So, and, and, and Jenny has to put up with them <laughs> daily on a daily basis. No, but, sorry, yeah. when you say as Jenny, Jenny, when you Jenny say says put up me, with them, right? Ah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, I'm joking. But, but Jenny has said to me in the past, you don't have to have an opinion about everything. Um, uh, and I said, well, actually, I do. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, so put up with them. No, we like Jenny and I have great conversations, uh, uh, and uh, increasingly, they're conversations you couldn't have, um, anywhere publicly, uh, because public discourse has changed over the last five, ten years, um, and people have been silenced, and that's not a good thing. Um, you should be able to have an adult conversation about things, discuss them, because if you don't discuss things, um, then that leads to ignorance. People don't know. And then people are afraid to talk about things and then things get shoved away into dark places. And we know what happens when when, when you do that, because we have a history of it. Would you prefer it was more like five or 10 years ago then? Obviously, the corollary of your answer is that you would, that if people were freer to talk about stuff. In general, not just, not just, no, I, I've learned to do what I do where I do it, <laughs> so to speak. But, but I, I think um, we need to be able to have more adult conversations without uh, people being shut up and silenced and all that sort of thing. Um, okay. Because if we don't, oh, we, okay. won't, we won't sort things out. We won't be able to discuss things that are important. Um, yeah, I know. You'll have one side uh, with one opinion and one side with another opinion and never the twain shall meet. And that's not a way mm. of doing things. Ray, I know you because of um, I I know you because uh, I met you in Today FM, and uh, you mm-hmm. spent like you spent what twelve at least twelve thirteen fourteen fourteen, 14 years fourteen years four, fourteen, 14 years 14, at Today 14, FM, yeah. 
And I have no problem telling you and I have no problem saying it to, to my listeners out there that, and I, that I've said this before, I'm very much on record that many years of your radio show were some of the best radio I remember ever being on Irish radio. And I grew up in a time of Gay Byrne and Mike Murphy and, uh, you know, lots of great pop radio as well and the Pirates and all that sort of stuff. And really what you did in radio was um, quite revolutionary for its time and... Um, and, and perhaps that's not often enough pointed out, even though a lot of people will have those memories. It's probably not documented enough. Um, so I, I want to know, do you have really fond memories of that time yourself? Um, and do you miss that vibe? Um, or do you see it as just one of those things? It's just a passing phase and it happened and it was great and that's it and we move on. Uh, uh, well, thank you very much, firstly. Um, and yes, I have very, very fond memories of my time in Today FM. Um, and I don't uh, in any way think it was just a passing thing and then you move on because that's not the way I, I, I operate. Uh, I give everything I have to what I'm doing at that particular time. Um, and I, 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 I think we knew, and it, 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 that's important because it was a we, we knew that there was something special going on. You know, it was we were at a time in our lives. Today FM was at a time in its life. Um, the country was at a time in its life, you know, so, uh, you know, to use a, a well overused phrase, all the stars were aligned and and out of that, some sort of some magic happened. Uh, and uh, when, when <laughs> you know, when, when it was good, you just felt like it just you were on a high, you know, uh, and just ridiculous things like we did. We, you know, we did snail racing with Paul Collins doing the commentary. Uh, an item fell out one morning, you know, a major guest, uh, uh, which was the best thing that ever happened because there was a story in the paper where some Mexican guy had uh, smuggled himself out of a prison in a suitcase. So we, Julie, uh, probably Maraid, went around the corner where there was a luggage shop, got a, a suitcase and I climbed into it and did a link from inside the suitcase. And like, that's something you say, well, that shouldn't work on radio because it's a visual thing. But if you could actually hear the... the yeah, but can you hear it? I'm inside the suitcase. It's not very comfortable, but it's, you know. So, the, you know, and, and, and then there was yeah, the yeah. other stuff, the serious stuff as well, all the camp. You know, there, there was, yeah, I, I cherish, uh, I cherish my time at Today FM. Uh, I really do. Yeah. A lot of the radio that was done there and that you're describing there was not only because stars aligned, but it's born out of a certain... It's born out of a certain confidence as well that happens when you know you're doing something that's good and you feel, no, you know what? We can do that. We can do anything. But that kind of is juxtaposed against maybe you and your temperament. I mean, you are, from what I, from, from the way I know, you, you are quite an insecure person. You worry about things going wrong all the time. You, I mean, that's, you know, when, when I'm doing an impression of you or when somebody's doing an impression of you, they go, this isn't working. It's not working. It's not going to work. 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 You you fear that things aren't going to work, and yet you'll crawl into a suitcase and do snail racing. And imagine somebody in a meeting telling Ray Darcy, "What's the item? <laughs> it's going to be snail racing with Paul Collins." I mean, you know, in a sense, you go, "That's not going to work." So, what was the magic there that made that confident radio with somebody who's ostensibly kind of insecure in a way? Yeah. Well, well, firstly, it didn't work like that, isn't that somebody pitched something to me because it was we were all in it together. You know what I mean? We were, you know, so there was no that sort of hierarchy that exists in other may exist in other radio shows never existed uh, uh, on on our show. Uh, And the other thing is like (laughs) and this will completely um, chime, as they say, with what you're saying. But to do all those things you had and to do them with confidence 
you, you had to think them through. You know, they, they weren't, you know, there was a lot of work behind the scenes. <laughs> you know, like Will had to collect the snails. We had to get a surface on. We had to make sure that you could hear it, blah, 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 blah. You know, so for a, for a, an item, a throwaway item like that, you know, and and the reason I I, I would have said and uh, and I am uh, a warrior, which as opposed to a warrior, and my my mum will testify yeah. to that. Um, but that has served me well in a way um, because y- y- although it's a pain in the arse for the people you work with, uh, you constantly, uh, be they real or imagined, <laughs> see the things that can go wrong, uh, and you you try and make sure that you do everything in your power to make sure they don't go wrong. Um, and, and sometimes the best radio or TV is when it does go wrong. But anyway, that, 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 that's a different story. But um, so, so deeply analytical. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Well, not, no, not, di- but, but it, like it wasn't, you know, and people thought that and that's, um, and, uh, you know, to, to, to sort of, you know, forensically deconstructed is, is boring as hell, but it, it, you know, effort, there was a lot of effort in it. We worked very hard, you know, so, you know it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't as, as sort of throwaway as you, as you might think. No, but you're proving the point. You're forensically deconstructing your answer to something that you're saying is not being forensically <laughs> deconstructed. Uh, but that, then that, then that's, right. that's, that's, you are the, Podrick Harrington of 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 radio broadcasting. <laughs> well, you are. I mean, He's a lovely man. Well, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, detail, yeah. every every single detail. Before you, to, to, to something I'm unsure of. There's a hazy, there's a hazy Ray Darcy um, hole, history hole in my head, and that is before you joined Today FM. Where I like, first of all, confirm this to me. Like you were a two FM DJ for a while, isn't that right? You were DJ on? No, you weren't. No, not really. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I, from the age of fifteen, I'd wanted to be in radio. I mm. did like local pirate radios in uh, upstairs over a shop and in a caravan and various other places. And I did a place where they had a, uh, a fertilizer bag over the decks, keeping the rain away. Um, but uh, yeah, so my aspiration, my ambition in the media was always to be on radio. Um, so. I applied, then I applied for television and I thought, well, there's a way of getting in. Surely if you're on television, they'll give you a job in radio. So I got a job in television, kept sending things across, you know, demo tapes across uh, from the, the TV center to the radio center and never got, never got a response. So eventually then I got, I, I did a c- couple of stand-ins. That's all. I did the great giveaway show. I did a stand, Suzanne Duffy, I think was the presenter there. She was on maternity leave. So I did stand-ins for her, but I was never, I was never really, you know, a permanent fixture in 2FM. So I was an unknown quantity when I yeah. when I came to... I, I'd done some stuff on Radio 1 as well, um, a show with Carrie Crowley, and I did a Saturday morning show for an hour for one yeah. summer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and were you at a kind of a, what's the word, a hiatus between this this television show that you were doing, The Den, and uh, the famous, like, Den, and then this, this Today FM situation? Was there a hiatus? Was there a point in your life where you were going... Janie, what's what's going on? I'm not quite sure of my next route here. I'm not quite sure of my pathway. Um, I, I'm interested in that period. Yeah, well, it, 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 unfortunately, Mario, it's quite boring. But because uh, after I came out of the den, I did two years of a show called Too Fat. I was reunited with with Zig and Zag, and uh, then uh, I went off on holidays with Navin Man and another friend of ours called Kim. 
and mm. we went to Italy. We stayed in this uh, converted tobacco uh, store, uh, beautiful in Tuscany, and many you know nights up talking, chatting about everything, trying to put the world to right and all that. Yeah. Anyway, he said to me, I don't know where it came from. Would you be interested in coming to Today FM? And this was before... This, like is, I'd even, this is Stuart Carolyn. Yeah. So this is um, Navin Man. This is yeah, Stuart Carolyn yeah. who wrote Navinman, um, yeah. who wrote Love Hate. Love Hate. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So so mm. and and Kim and I were there. So that was if you can imagine that was early on in the summer. So I didn't know that I wasn't coming back to anything in RTE. So he had said this, and then there were, that was six months before I started, in, or maybe four months, or maybe it could have been a year. I can't remember the exact timeline. But uh, anyway, so then that sort of. Uh, instigated chats with various people in power in Today FM. Um, and when they finally said, would you do this? Uh, and I thought that'd be a good thing to do. I went back to RT and said, listen, I've been offered this. Uh, you know, is there anything for mm. me here? Um, and they said no in television and radio. Um, and then I said, okay, mm. good luck. So that served me well in that, they, like there wasn't any animosity or anything like that. I didn't, you know, so they were, okay. so, they were going, no. But in but in a sense, I, you were so you were taking sail. You were taking sail with a new ship, which was which which nobody knew which was which way it was going to go or how well it was going to go. Exactly, exactly. Nobody knew. Nobody knew, including myself. Mm. I, I knew just. Yeah. I knew that I had uh, an ambition to do radio, and I knew that that was a brilliant opportunity. Uh, three hours, well, it was two and three quarter hours at start every morning. What an opportunity! And I had an idea of what it wanted to sound like. That it was you know that we were sitting at a kitchen table having the chat, bit of company, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and that's what we aim to achieve. And I think we did at the end. Yeah. And just just settle this one for me because we've always um, had a little uh, chat about this in Today FM. But were, you were the first person to use text messages, really, on live from air. Wasn't that right? Will you explain that to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it, um, when I was, I was the first person... Um, there's a guy I worked with when I was on the den called, uh, maybe I'm too fat. No, it's the den. Tim Hannigan. He's called Mr. Spring. And he has a show on, we used to have a show on 2FM. And it's, he's a dance uh, producer, uh, DJ type person. And he was doing, he was actually bringing in his own phone and getting people to text him. Right. Mm. Uh, and I thought, there, geez, that's, that's, that's interesting. So uh, I then thought, surely, you know, we could, there must be somebody who can, make that a little bit more accessible. So I remember going to a meeting. There used to be Aircell or somebody used to have um, an office in Tlonski. And I remember meeting this engineer from Aircell. And I'm going, would it be possible, you know, to get a text? And he was going, yeah, that's interesting. And he said, yeah. And he came back to me, he says, we can actually turn those texts into emails that you will see on screen in front of you. I said, that's brilliant. Now, we, we, we at the at the beginning we used it. This is ridiculous, but we had this workplace of the week thing, you know. And this is how like you were getting all the big prizes. You were giving away cars, mm. and we were giving away one hundred and two toilet rolls or one hundred and two whatever, you know, because it was today FM one hundred two whatever. Uh, and we asked people. They said, okay, they had to do a limerick or a rhyme of a short one and send it in via text. Mm. So as these came in, what happened over a number of months or weeks? was that people started sending in requests and comments in this. And then that, how the whole thing evolved and snowballed then into a complete show based on texts. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is, that, That's how it and that is a fascinating piece of trivia. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it is. So I'd love to get the man's name, the, the, the engineer from Aircell. Um, uh, I don't know his name. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, cut to 14 years later and um, you have to leave Today FM. And like, from what I remember, it 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 didn't end 
badly, but it didn't end exactly as you would have liked to have ended it. Isn't that right? Yeah, well, I suppose it's it's, it's uh, whose version of events. You, well, what's your what's, you, you, what's your you version? I'll accept your version of events. No, well, yeah, well, no, no. The version of events was that uh, I was fifty. I've been into DFM uh, um, fourteen years. Um, I had a young family, uh, and I was looking at you know my future. Mm. Um, and uh, I was looking around me, and things were changing uh, into DFM. Uh, uh, and then I was offered TV. I was offered TV and that would have been meant me still staying in today FM. Um, uh, and then something, something happened. I think that, that, that slot that I do now became available. Um, uh, and uh, they came back to me and said, well, what about this? What about this as well? Uh, so it, it, it was very tough. It was, it was, a you know, that's tough. Like, uh, you know, I wasn't going to war or anything like that, but it was, a, it was one of those big life decisions that was a very tough one to make. Uh, and, uh, you know, long chats with Jenny. Uh, one day you'd th- say, yes, I'm going to do it. The next day you go, no, no, that'd be a really stupid thing to do. Um, and the, the, the big regret, uh, and it was never going to be any other way, um, was that I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Um, because it was, it was all, it all had to be very secret. That's the way, unfortunately, the industry works. It doesn't work like that in the UK. Uh, you know, somebody comes and, you know, uh, Chris Evans leaves, whatever, goes to Virgin Media. It's a big story. He does two months more on BBC Radio 1 and then he goes. And that's, you know, no, there's no hard feelings or anything like that. Unfortunately, for some reason in Ireland, it doesn't work that way. Um, and I didn't want to be involved in some sort of uh, toing and froing where I went and said, blah, blah, blah. And they came back and said, well, if we give you more money, would you say blah? I didn't want to be the decision had to be just based on uh, what was best for me and the family, um, and and that's 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 the, that's my version of events. That's how it happened. And it's to this day, and it's 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 going back to what what you said. Like people still come up to me, and you know, we miss you. You know, and that this is six years on or six and a half years on, um, and maybe it's just something to say, uh, but it, it seems genuine enough. This podcast is proudly supported by our friends in Curry's PC World. Back to the chat. Ray, listen, you sent, well, I, I asked you a couple of little small questions, which um, you sent over the answers for, and they were just like so, they were, they were very, very detailed answers, Ray. So thanks a million for that. One of them was what? One, one of them is, one of them is, what's on your That's mind? Is there a bugbear you have? Is there something that's annoying you at the moment? I thought that I'd received back a five-page treatise on this from one of the most opinionated men in Ireland. And the answer to this was, one, nothing annoys me anymore. Explain. <laughs> well, well, there's a couple of things going on there. Uh, the first thing was, I thought, uh, because... Uh, in the email, it said that just to get things going in the chat, mm. would you tell us something that annoys you or gets you going? Yeah. Uh, and I thought that 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 was in my head that'd be a very negative way to start the chat. So that that's one aspect of it. The other the other thing is that I, it's not that nothing annoys me, but I I I am a lot more tolerant about things than I was, and that comes with age. Um. And it comes with, um, uh, in my case, having a family and changing your priorities and. I suppose uh, not sweating the small stuff. Um, 
that's not to say that's not to say I don't have opinions, and that's not to say I'm not concerned about things, and that's not to say that given the opportunity, I won't uh, you know try and change things and and use any you know whatever small bit of power I have uh, to exercise change in certain areas. But uh, I don't get as immediately annoyed about things as I used to. You know, <laughs> have you become a bit less angry as you've got older? Yeah, I think I think everybody does. Um, you know, like uh, who's like uh, who's I talking to? I, like, uh, you know, I, I get to lucky enough to talk to a lot of people, you know, in their 50s and 60s. That's just the way it is. Uh, and I think I think a lot of people become less angry as they get older. Uh, I think I think that's uh, and it's to do with it's, it's to do with a lot of things. It's it's to do with, uh, you know, you, you see the world and you've you've lived um uh, and you realize that you yeah. probably wasted an awful lot of energy over the years getting angry at things that you, yeah. you couldn't. You know, that thing about, you know, yeah. when when it comes to worry, uh, don't worry about things that you you, you, you can't change. And then if, if you can change something, well, change it. Yeah, that's exactly the quote, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> no. It's not exactly the quote. <laughs> Verbatim, Ray. So, Ray, when you want a kind of a comfort laughter, what, what, what? What laugh, laughing organism do you go yeah, towards? Yeah, well, my, my my mother was a big fan of sitcoms, so I, I think I inherited that from her. So, uh, and a sitcom they don't make them like they used to, but uh, they're reshowing Faulty Towers on BBC at the moment, and whatever time it's on and whatever day it's on, I just happen to be in front of the telly, uh, and it's just it it hasn't aged, stood the test of time. Um, I know there are things in it, obviously, that wouldn't. Past, you know, uh, people. <laughs> things that now, you can't talk about now on Ray Darcy's show. Things that you can't talk about, yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's but, not but go there. And, shit, and Shit's Creek and all that, you know, that sort of 25 minutes of sitcom with 40 gags. That's the type of thing that I like. That, yeah. Or 40 uh, minutes of sitcom with 25 gags because Faulty Towers was famously. Um, <laughs> It was well. It was famously uh, unusual in its lengths. Every episode of Faulty Towers was completely different lengths. Um, was back, it? I didn't yeah, know that. back in the. I mean, nowadays you go, is it twenty four minutes and fifty nine seconds? Um, but back in the day, Faulty Towers. Some of them were forty one minutes long. Some of them were twenty eight minutes long. Some of them were thirty three minutes long. Um, they were written as farces, and uh, whatever length the farce lasted, that was the length of the episode. Uh, did can you any favorite uh-huh. moments from it? Yeah. There's that one. The, the one I saw most recently was there was somebody had died in the hotel and they're desperately trying to hide the body. You know, I actually saw that myself. I probably yeah. at exactly same time as you <laughs> yeah, were watching. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually saw that that exact one. And didn't he then throw and the major? And, didn't he throw himself in the laundry bin himself then and and get? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I remember yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, Alray, you gave a really um, you gave a really cute answer for this. We asked you if you could be somebody else for a day, and you chose who? Tom, my son. Uh, you know, needless to say, I love uh, my son and daughter, you know, uh, beyond uh, anything imaginable, beyond words. Uh, but Tom is going through this phase at the moment and he is the funniest person I know. Uh, and it's just a joy to be in his company and to see the world through his eyes for a day would be genius. Uh, and I suppose he's living a life that like I didn't get an opportunity to live. I was from a family of nine. Uh, where's George Lee now? Family of nine, working class background, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and everything that goes with it, um, and a dad who drank too much, and all that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, to, to to be in his shoes, uh, uh, just 
I know it's a, it's a slightly odd one, but uh, just he's he's having the crack. He's, yeah, he's... it's very nice. I like it. Do you prefer, because I'll answer this from a first person's point of view. I mean, I prefer, I don't mind talking about Dash and Bellamy. So I, I, when I'm talking to people in the newspapers or whatever, so I'll easily say their names and their ages and what they like and what they're up to. Do you, do you, do you have, is that the same with you or do you draw the line there or do you, do you go, I just don't like talking about them at all? Ah, no, I don't mind. Mm. I'll, I'll mention Kate is uh, 14 and Tom has just turned nine. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but I won't go into, you know, whatever yeah, yeah, is yeah. their story, if you like. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to talk about them in a sort of a, in a, in a peripheral sort of way, you know, in a sort of a whatever, not peripheral is the wrong word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just, uh, but uh no, I wouldn't be one of those people. No, um, uh, no, I don't have children. Or you know, there, there are certain people who, who never admitted to have children, wouldn't give out their names, all that sort of thing. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then you have to protect them as well because everything's online, isn't it? So you have to be careful what you say. Sure, sure. About them because they will they will hear it or read it. Um, sorry, I just wanted to. I I forgot one of the notes I had about your career. Um, so I'm going to go yeah. back on that now, Ray. And I was just going to go. Right, uh, fine. Yeah, I was just going to go. Um, like just ambitions in terms of on stuff 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 to box tick things that you would like to do that you haven't done yet or if anything i mean for example some people so for example some people go my ambition in life is to keep working so you'll hear that typically from actors and comedians for example and that's that's actually a noble ambition i'd be a bit like the people you mentioned there i just would love to continue working um there was there was a guy in england um he uh, came to everybody's attention last year, the year before, must have been the year before, um, uh, because he'd been broadcasting from his shed for 20 years or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that. And, I that. Uh, and somebody got the story and they gave him um, an hour-long show on the local BBC radio. But when I say broadcasting from his shed for 20 years, he had a wire that connected the shed to the kitchen and he put a speaker in the kitchen and he played the songs for his wife who sat in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know what he said between records or when he played requests for her or whatever. Uh, and it, it just like, I, I just love that man. And, and that could be me. I could be, you know, in this room broadcasting to Jenny across the hall in the kitchen. Like, and that would that would probably satisfy me. You know, that's very sad, but true. Very good. OK, Ray, we have a few um, we have a few calls from some celebrities. They've been waiting. <laughs> right. Is that all right? So our first okay. our first um, caller is Ray. His, his name is Ray in Kildare. You say hello to him, Ray. How are you, Ray? How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, how are you? Good, <laughs> good, 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 good. I heard you saying that you weren't actually into the running. That kind of... I've grown up all my life watching you. I thought that you were into the running. But my question for you, Ray, was during the 5K lockdown, did you go on... Multiple 5Ks around in the same circle over and over again. Or how did you do the run? Thanks. <laughs> well, using my uh, bog standard uh, junior search maths, uh, I figured out that you could do 12 miles, actually, and still stay within your uh, 5K without going back on yourself. So you didn't go back on yourself? <laughs> no? No, I didn't, Ray. <laughs> but Ray, thanks for thanks. <laughs> do you ever regret that? Do you, do you ever regret not going back on yourself? Okay, thanks, Ray. Believe it or not, Ray. The, thanks, Ray. Ray, believe it or not, the um, Pat Kenny's on the line. He's a great admirer of yours. <laughs> Good evening, Ray. Uh, PK here. Um, I was reading on Wikipedia how your spouse managed to.
to go into labour while watching me on television. Is it true? That is true, Pat. It is true. We were watching the Late Late Show um, and uh, a thing happened. I think uh, um, a person came into the studio uh, in the middle of a live broadcast and you had to go to a commercial break. Uh, and yeah, we were watching it and uh, it turned out not to be that funny. But at the time, before we knew the details, it was very funny. Uh, and Jenny laughed so hard that she went into labour. So thank you, Pat. <laughs> so I am inadvertently responsible for impregnating you. Not wife. quite, Pat. Thanks. No, I don't think that's how it works. Maybe not the initial stages of impregnus, but I was responsible for the delivery. Thank you very much, Pat Kenny. Enda Kenny's on the line, Ray. Enda Kenny's on the line as well. Good evening, Ray. Boom, boom. Great to hear you catching up with Mario on the radio. Um, what is it exactly you said about me in 2011, if you don't mind me asking? And I'm glad, I'm really glad you're on the phone. Uh, and I've been looking forward to chatting to you for all these years. Uh, now, we won't have time to chat right now, but we should meet up at some stage, maybe go for a cycle on a greenway or something and have a chat. I'd love that. Thanks, Enda. I'd love that. I'd love that. Maybe I'll cycle you run. Whatever. Could be done. Great. Uh, next question is from Miriam O'Callaghan, Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi. I just want to know, um, great interview, by the way, really enjoying your chat with Mario. Um, I just want to know, who would be your best famous RTE friend? <laughs> You, of course, Miriam. So we go way back. We go way back. I remember when we were on Today FM uh, and you wouldn't you oh, wouldn't yeah. give interviews to anybody else. But every year before yeah. your summer chat show, you came into us and we had the best chats ever. So, yeah, definitely, definitely you, Miriam, without a, without a doubt. Right. Who's on next? Who's who's Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm joking. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. And you used to, you used to send me the texts. I used to ask you for the texts and you used to send them all out to me, all the complimentary texts. Thank you so much. Thanks, Miriam. Um, thank you, Miriam. Thanks, Miriam. Oh, no, she's great. Miriam is great. Miriam listens into all the yeah. podcasts, Ray. Um, <laughs> and a uh, question yeah. here from Daniel O'Donnell, would you believe it? Hi, Daniel. How are things? How are you? How Good. are you, Ray? How Good. are you? Listen, Ray, just a little, no, I want to, no, no bone to pick, but I want to clear something up. Where are you going on holidays this year? <laughs> Uh, well, it's probably Waterford, Daniel. Okay. So it's not in Chidani then? No. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm glad it's not in Chidani because there was a time there we met in Chidani. That's that correct, right? Daniel. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Could you describe <laughs> to the listeners what happened there? Well, well Daniel, I, I prefer to hear your version of events and maybe people would as well, but well, I had a table booked for the night, myself and Magella. We had a table booked down in the restaurant. We came down, and there's this fella with a bald head and a beard sitting down there. And I said, who's fucking sitting in my seat? And it was yourself. Now, kindly, you agreed to leave. You gave up the seat, and I'd like to thank you for that, Ray. Yeah. Cheers. Well, it's actually, you know, it's a mirror image, uh, as in opposite to that, Daniel. Um uh, I had the table booked. It was a lovely uh, window table. You arrived in. I turned to Jenny. If that man there takes our seat, I will go mad. And before you knew it, the girls came over and she said, listen, would you Ray, mind? Sorry, I've got to go. The delivery room man is at the door. <laughs> sorry, Ray. He was a bit rude. Uh, 
<laughs> he's a bit of a bollocks actually sometimes yeah <laughs> he's, he's not he's a lovely man actually we'd a great chat he's um, a lovely man um yeah. eddie o'sullivan's on the line actually as well ray um, <laughs> right, eddie, so he, he wants to work how are you eddie good um, to talk to you especially a big fan of you I'm great, great. No, no, great to talk to you as well. I'm a big fan of your rugby career. Uh, tell us, where did you play rugby? How long did you play rugby? And what position did you play? Because apparently um, you played a lot of rugby or a little bit of rugby, was it? Was it a little bit of rugby? That, that was the line that I said to Brian O'Driscoll. Yeah, I played a little bit of rugby. It was, again, it was out of context. Yeah, Brian Tone, Brian. <laughs> it was taken out of context. But... Yeah, you're always, you're always saying it's out of context. There's a lot of things that you've, you've been saying out of context in this podcast. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, well, what position did you play? Uh, centre, first centre, Eddie, yeah. Before you had to be big, before you had to be big to be first centre. Uh, and I played for Kildara and I played from uh, under 11s right up to 20, the age of 29. I wasn't still playing under 11s, obviously, when I was 29. But uh, that's... I was going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You, know, you, weren't the, you weren't the biggest, but uh, you've, always, you've obviously fielded that one before. Yeah, fair play to you, right? Fair play to you. Okay. So that explains why it was that, That's a it, a bit of rugby. Thanks, Eddie. Good luck. See you. Don't tell me when to go. I'll tell when I'll tell myself when to go. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it didn't make the Irish manager. Sorry, he was a bit testy there, Ray. Sorry about that. Yeah, a bit testy. Yeah. Um, Ray, you've you've done well. You've they 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 they've just been hanging on the line. And uh, listen, thanks a million. Yeah, I know. Ah, no, listen, 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 this really. All lovely people. They are lovely people. I'm sure you've interviewed all of them, haven't you? You've interviewed I think all I have, them. yes. Yeah. I think I have, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the final thing is, and I would very much appreciate it if, in some way, and I should have mm, sort of crowbarred this yeah, into the interview, no but I, I'm uncomfortable doing that. But just to, to let you know, and you can ask me a question about it, yeah. that Jenny and I have a podcast. It's it's on a bit of a, a break for the summer. Uh, yes. But there are all the, the Ian loves it. There. Ian loves it. Um, Ian adores it. it is, <laughs> right. Okay. But it, it's yeah, Jenny and Ray at home, and it's wherever you get your podcasts. Mm. And we refer to it lovingly as our little bit of uh, a couple's therapy of a Sunday evening, uh, three quarters of an hour or so, just chatting to ourselves without the intrusion of the children. And thanks to Ray for agreeing to be interviewed and thanks to Ray for agreeing to the torture of being interviewed. (laughs) Thank you, Ray. Um, You can check out Ray and Jenny's podcast. I know that I think Ian Dempsey told me he's listened to 30 episodes of it. Um, I think he really enjoys that one. Um, so check that one out. Um, subscribe to this podcast, the Mario Rosenstock podcast, for free if you can. Um, check me out at um, mariorosenstock at gmail.com. I read all the emails. You can send me a direct email, mariorosenstock at gmail.com. Send me an email. What do you think about the podcast? Would you like me to have certain guests on? Would you like me to do sketches on certain things? I'd, I'd be interested to know if there are any sketches that I've been doing on the podcast that you like or that I should continue or that you'd like to hear more of because they're rather different to the sketches I do on the radio. And I'd be interested to hear your fa- feedback on that. MarioRosenstock at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter um, at GiftGrubMario. I'm on Facebook, Mario Rosenstock, all that sort of stuff. Thanks a million to Curry's PC World again for their ongoing support. And I will see you... Uh, Same time, same place, next week, next Thursday. We'll drop it. Bye-bye.